Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we're giving you a brand new episode. But before, as always, we got to make sure to mention, don't forget to give us a five-star review and rating on the Apple Podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the Podcast. Our Twitter account is Let's Get Real Pod. And our YouTube page is Let's Get Real Podcast. Check us out on there. Subscribe. We post the episodes weekly and we're going to start posting some more visuals soon. Yes, we actually posted or we were in the making of doing a visual. So uh, go check that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did a video for you guys to get to know us. It's really funny. We answered a whole bunch of questions and I think you guys will really love it. So make sure to check that out. It's going to be up this week. All right, so let's get straight to it. Let's tell the people what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking soulmates. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so we're going to be talking about soulmates. We're going to talk about what is a soulmate, do we believe in soulmates, signs that someone is your soulmate, and so forth and so on. Um, Little things that we've been hearing from people, things that we, again, when we come up with these topics, we kind of like read the comments of what people ask us and we kind of think, oh, we should talk about this. Mm -hmm. So don't forget, like if you guys want to hear something specific or you want our advice on something, don't forget, DM us, message us, email us, us, whatever. Okay, so what is a soulmate? I guess I will say this one. Okay, to help you guys understand it better, we're going to give you a definition of the word soulmate. And later we're going to get into the signs that someone is. So this is a definition that we pulled up and it says a soulmate relationship is a connection between souls. Spiritual soulmates are souls that come into your life for a greater purpose. The lesson you learn from them is not a material one. It takes you to a higher self and makes you recognize your true self. So it's really someone that you're like super connected to and you usually know instantly. So Brenda, do you believe in soulmates? Personally, I I don't want to say I don't believe in soulmates because I do believe that people become our soulmates. I just don't think that there is one person on this earth made for you. Mm. I feel like you pick and choose little things and things that like you connect with each other and that makes you feel as if that other person is your other half. So do you think that you can turn anyone into your soulmate? Yes. So what makes them a soulmate when you turn them into a soulmate if they weren't like initially connected to you and your soul? Well, I think it's different factors. One thing would be the connection that you build between that person. Like, you guys instantly finish each other's sentences or, like, you know, you kind of know the person so well that, like, they're kind of, like I said, your other half. Like, there's connections that build that relationship, friendship, relationship, any kind of, I guess, foundation. And it makes you believe that that person is your soulmate. So then wouldn't you just say that soulmate to you, like, is not an actual soulmate? You're just kind of, like, using that word for your life partner? You know what I mean? Like, you're kind of just changing the definition of soulmate by saying someone can become your soulmate. Because someone that's your soulmate, it's like he or she is placed into the universe for the sole reason to, like, really make that connection with you. Not the sole reason, but do you know what I mean? So, like, if anybody can become your soulmate, what makes them special? Like, for example, you could find a coworker and make them your soulmate. So, what makes them special? It really just comes down to just allowing someone to really get to know you. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you start to build a connection with someone. Mm. So, like, if you think about it, when you get into a relationship, your foundation, the way that that relationship started is not the way 
you feel towards like five three years into your relationship Mm -hmm. like you become more comfortable with that person you feel more connected united you feel like again like that person's your rock that person is your supporter like the way you feel about someone in the beginning won't be the way you feel maybe maybe you're saying that because you haven't met your soulmate no disrespect to brenda's boyfriend because i know you're listening i'm sorry um but maybe you say that because you haven't met a soulmate not saying that he's not the one for you because he obviously is i'm just saying like when i have met people that i consider my soulmates i know right away and i instantly am myself i'm comfortable i feel like the second we meet each other we've known each other for decades it's just like this weird connection but that again, you can't yeah, explain. It's a connection. It's a it's a connection that was built. Cause but how not did, built. I'm saying like I'm talking the first five minutes. Like I'll meet them. I'll do my introduction right away. I can feel this is someone. This is someone important. This is a soulmate. I know right away. Every time I've met someone that I feel like will become like a soulmate to me, that I'll start to realize it. I know the second I meet them. I, I swear to you, I know. There's only three people that I can say that I feel like have been my soulmates in life. And two of them are friendships and one of them was romantic. But how do you know that's not, like, a feeling of... Because it's very different. Because it's I have that different. feeling where, like, I know whether some person is good for me or no, not. And, no, like, no, I know how it's, to analyze no. behaviors and personalities. Like, I'll be like, hey, this person's being fake. It's so much stronger than that. That's just, like, reading energy and vibes. But this is more like an instant connection, like a twin flame soulmate connection. It's, like, magnetic. You just feel drawn to them and you instantly feel comfortable. And I guess we'll get into that too when we talk about the signs. But, like that i i really think so that you believe you believe in soulmates. okay yeah, yeah 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 i just get all rambly so yeah i 100 percent believe in soulmates because i've come across my soulmates i think that maybe you haven't met like a twin flame or soulmate and that's why you say that but i think that one day you will and you're gonna be like oh fuck this is it i'm not saying but it's gonna i've be met a- people now to this day where i know like if they were to leave my life they would leave like like a part of me would feel gone like they became so different. united with me that so like but being became- away from them Really? It's so dear. I think you'll meet one. I think you'll meet one. And it could just be a friendship soulmate. But you're going to meet them and you're going to be like, whoa, why are we, you know, in sync? It's so interesting. But yeah, I believe in soulmates. So you don't believe them at all. Like I said, I believe people become our soulmates. Mm -hmm. So I believe in the soulmate aspect. Like there's another person out there for you. But I don't think like it's a right away thing. Like, I don't know why I said my fingers. But I don't think it's a right away thing that you feel instantly. It's something Mm -hmm. that you build. Okay. That's how I see it. Okay. So the signs that someone's your soulmate. I'm going to tell you these signs and let me know if you've ever felt this with someone. I'm assuming you haven't. Okay. So there's that instant connection, like I said. Mm -hmm. It's just like a feeling of I've known this person for so long. This person feels like family, feels like just so important like you just know like wow this person's gonna be around like this person's gonna gonna be very relevant in my life never felt that yeah like right away in the first like two minutes of meeting someone you just feel like that click like that that instant connection not saying you have to like that person Mm. but i mean like instant instant no really no no again like i said it's hard because i'm trying to think like my first interaction with every person that i find very important in my life Mm -hmm. and i think it again like it's been built like it's like one of my closest friends that i've had since like elementary school like i didn't right away know she was super shy and i didn't Mm -hmm. right away know like okay we're gonna be friends like we were so different yeah but then we built a connection and then we started to build a friendship I get that. I think maybe because I've experienced it so many times, it's it's hard for me to really picture that. But I do get it. But the reason why it's interesting is because I, I'm someone that's been super shy. 
But when I've met soulmates, I'm instantly myself and open and outspoken. And I've always been like, why the fuck am I so like comfortable with this person after I leave their presence? Like it's happened all three times. I'm like, why is this so normal for me? Because I'm usually really shy or at least I was when I met these people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm typically the person that I'm so shy. So I really question it once I leave them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but that's one sign. Another sign is if you meet this person and suddenly you can't stop spending time with them. It's like all of a sudden you guys are just drawn to each other like no tomorrow. Like you just you feel weird if you're not hanging out with them, like as if something's missing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that happen. Instantly or does it take. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. With who? Can you say or no? Well, even with my boyfriend, like again, when we first met, like when we first went out on our first date, I didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. But like I felt more connected once we like hung out more and Mm -hmm. it was something that like we became like we would hang out pretty much like every single day and when I don't see him I'm kind of like this is odd this is weird like even in the beginning even in the beginning yeah because even in the beginning I didn't think I was never the type of person to want to be with someone all the time 24 7 yeah Yeah, like that was never me I always told myself like if I have a relationship like I probably wouldn't see that person more than two to three times a week. Yeah. But with him, it was like instant. Like we would see each other all the time. And I think that even in itself is it's like a sign. This you can probably relate to. You've crossed paths before, like without knowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you've been like in the same place at the same time or you've kind of like had many opportunities to meet each other, but you haven't. That Yeah, that's yeah. so strange because... Like, again, me and my boyfriend, like, he, uh, strangely enough, I'm not going to go into what street I live in, but, like, when, before we were even anything, Mm -hmm. I found out that he lived on the same street as me. Literally, probably a couple houses down from my house. that's so weird. And, again, like, my first job, I worked at a mall, and he worked at that same mall. Obviously Mm -hmm. not the same. So you could have met, you've probably crossed paths. Exactly. So weird. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I agree with that. Both situations, actually all three situations for me, have really been like we could have met. There were times that we could have seen each other, passed each other by, or like we've been in the same areas. And it's just really weird because you're like, what the fuck? Like, what are the odds? Um, Another one is you meet at the right time. So like there's a lot of synchronicities in life that kind of like put you guys right place, right time to really be in each other's lives, whether it's like romantically or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you feel like if I had met this person a long time ago, yeah. it, it wouldn't have happened the same way. We wouldn't have gotten close. But like if I meet them now, it was meant this way. Yeah. And again, same thing. I would relate it to my relationship because when I was in high school, college, like I've had a couple of relationships like here and there. But the times that I was single, like I wasn't really taking relationships seriously at that point. Because mind you, I was in a two year relationship, broke up with someone and then had a couple of months like where I was single and then I dated someone again had a couple months Mm. and this was a time where I went like a full like two three years being single and then I felt like okay I have to change certain things like I became older yeah at this point in my life like once I finished high school college there were certain things that I changed about myself like my lifestyle um and during that time I feel like I was kind of hoeing it out like I was doing my thing partying (laughs) um Again, not taking relationships seriously. Like, I wasn't looking for anything. I was just looking to, like, have fun, go to parties, let loose, do what Mm -hmm. I want to do. And he was doing... He never really had a serious relationship. So, it kind of, like, when we connected, it was, like, I was a different me, he was a different him. 
So you kind of did the growing on your own in order to be with each other. Yeah. Like if you hadn't gone through all that shit before him, you wouldn't be ready for him kind of thing. Probably not. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, I 100% get that. Like I feel like certain things have to happen before you're ready for the person. So like if you hadn't gone through that, it could have been a one month relationship and you could have broken up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you just weren't in the right headspace. Okay, so another thing that I've noticed with soulmates is whether they're in your life or out of them something always kind of brings you back to them do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like you'll constantly be brought back to locations that you've been at or like you'll be brought back by meeting people that know them or there's just like these weird little um coincidences that aren't really coincidences because those everything happens for a reason but you're constantly drawn back to them as if it's like were they meant to be in my life or out of my life because most of my soulmates are not really in my life right now so I'm constantly seeing signs of them like all the time even one that I haven't talked to in five years which is weird I meet so many people that somehow they just know them you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I guess it's hard to say because you the person that you would claim as your soulmate you're with right now I mean I can see again it's hard for me to to relate to Mm -hmm. it like you know I, I get it, though. Like, I, m- most of these things, like I say, kind of relate to, like, little movies or shows of mm-hmm. things that, like, again, you know these things are going to happen because it's trying to tell you something. Yeah. So I can see where you're coming from. But, again, I, I tend to see those things as coincidental mm-hmm. more than, like, oh, this is trying to tell me something. So you do believe in coincidences, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Do so, <laughs> you see my judgment? <laughs> okay. Um... Another one is you're constantly fighting for the relationship. I know that sounds like something that any relationship would do, but it's like it's to the point that you know you're so meant to be that you don't want to let it go. Because with some relationships, it's like, okay, it's easy to break up or if it's not easy, it's just kind of like it has to be done. But sometimes it's like you really, really need to fight for it because you're like, this is my person. Unless you don't experience like arguments with your boyfriend too often. I, I've experienced a couple, but my thing is, like, if you know me, I'm not a very, like, argumental person. Yeah. And that's why, for me, it's easy to cut people off because once I mm. see little signs of, like, okay, this is not working out, then it's just going to keep hurting us if we continue mm-hmm. on this, like, path of trying to make it work. Yeah. So, per- for me, personally, that one I cannot, like, relate to. I'm more like if you, again, this sort of stuff happens often. Mm-hmm. It's trying to tell you something and it's telling you you need to walk. Makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I'm the same as you where it's like now at this point in my life, I can let go of people easily. But I feel like when it's like a soulmate connection, you kind of just like do more than you would normally do to hold on to it. Like you put up, not put up with more, but you just like fight for it more. You try to find a hundred thousand ways for it to work. And it's, it's just something that you don't want to let go of. Do you know what I mean by that? Or I you just it. haven't experienced it. I think, like, I understand why you're saying it and why you think those things. Mm-hmm. Again, but personally, like, I just can't relate. Like, I'm yeah. that type of person, like, I see certain signs and it's a consistent pattern, like... But if it was a soulmate, maybe you... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I had it with a friend, too, like, years ago. Um, we were friends for, like, three years longer than we really should have been. Like, the friendship should have ended at a certain point, but it didn't. And, like, we just, like, kept trying, but... I mean, we're better off without each other, but it is just so weird. Um, Another sign. I guess this will be the last one for now. If you guys need more signs, then go on our Instagram. Let's get real the podcast. And we're going to post something there so you guys can see like a whole breakdown. But the most important one to me is that 
this person has come into your life and has completely changed your life and your way of thinking so you kind of feel like you were one person when you met them and now you're a whole new person because of this this person are you shaking your head no no no, no oh I'm, okay I'm, okay <laughs> you're a whole new person because of them so they've just come in and completely changed your entire way of thinking and rewired your brain in the best way possible like you're your best version with them yeah okay good yeah that one i yeah okay do you still not believe in soulmates uh <laughs> damn i'm trying to convert you okay okay again i i believe i believe in soulmates i believe that there is another person for you i mm-hmm. just don't think it's an instant connection it's mm-hmm. something you build it's something that reunites you guys i don't think it's like for me when i think of it like again when i hear it like it's an instant connection it's like luster love type of thing like yeah like attraction yeah again i think certain things connect you mm-hmm. unite you and make that person make that person your soulmate okay fair so since you believe in soulmates what are your thoughts that after you disconnect from a soulmate is that person still your soulmate yeah i think they're always going to be your soulmate <laughs> well you kind of touched upon that yeah well kind of but i think they're always going to be your soulmate just because someone's your soulmate doesn't mean they're going to be in your life forever because like i said i had one that i met at like 14 and I know she was one of my friendship soulmates, but she's not in my life anymore, and it's it's a good thing. But we'll always kind of be connected and have weird little moments that, like, we're supposed to bump into each other. You know what I mean? Um, and at the end of the day, she did change my life. But I think that the soulmate connection is still there. You're just, you know, you're apart, right? And but if you're... you want... See, again, because when I relate soulmates, I relate it to your other half. So you relate it to only romance, not romance. It could be friendship too. Yeah. But they're united with you. They're your soulmate. So there's that path, like that. I don't know how to word this. But they're basically your other half. They're they're meant to be with you. They're meant to stay united with you so that together you rise and shine together. I, I agree with that. I think that there are soulmates that are meant for that. But I also think there are soulmates that are meant to really just be there for you in a certain period of your life, change your life and go on their own path. And I think that the important soulmates, like the really, really key ones, you'll always be connected to them. They're always going to be in your life, whether it's platonically, romantically, whatever. I think you'll always be connected to them. And if you're meant to be around that person, the universe will put that into alignment. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So what are what do you think are signs that a person isn't your soulmate anymore? Like, I mean, I think that they're always your soulmate, but signs that someone is not meant to be in your life is, is if you find yourself... I don't think I can answer that because I think that someone's always your soulmate. I'm like trying to like bullshit it, but like I just think that someone's always your soulmate. Okay, so since you think that soulmates are meant to be in your life and stay in your life, what are the signs that someone isn't your soulmate anymore, someone that you thought was? When the connection is no longer there. Yeah. Again, because like I said, for me, I believe that people become your soulmates through connections. So if you start to feel like, you know, things have changed, there's no instant chemistry, like the energy that is sensed between you guys has changed a lot. Like Mm -hmm. you guys fight more or you guys don't see eye to eye because it's happened where, again, you have a really close friend. This goes back to our last episode where I had a really close friend and we were friends from like daycare Mm -hmm. grade one and then come high school we just disconnected we i started to see certain changes towards her i'm sure she saw the same thing towards me and then it came a time where we would always just 
bicker and we wouldn't see eye to eye and everything became an argument Mm -hmm. so I was just like you know what this is not working like I have respect for you I wish you all the best but like we're just not meant to be in each other's lives anymore because then it becomes toxic so those are again those are for me those are signs there's no connection anymore things become toxic there's a change of behavior a change of personality things are just not the same as they used to be for me yeah I could see that I don't know if that's see because I believe in soulmates I look at it differently but I see why you understand it that way it makes sense for me my first thought is okay so that person might not have been your soulmate if like the relationship was like that tumultuous because usually it's just like a little fade out you're just like okay this isn't working I don't know I don't know I could be completely wrong um for I think that I guess a soulmate cannot be in your life anymore right There's this tarot reading I did the other day, and the woman said, um, if you're holding on to each other in that dynamic, you're blocking the relationship further. So, like, I think that I'll probably be reconnected with my soulmates, even the one from high school. Probably be reconnected. I'm not saying we're going to be best friends, but I think that somehow we'll end up in each other's lives again because of that soulmate connection. It could be in 30 years. It could be in five years. It could be next month. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because that person's my soulmate. But I think the people that no longer serve me and that are out of my life that I felt close to, I think those people weren't my soulmates. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I I understand. I understand it. I understand where you're coming from and why Mm -hmm. you say the things you say. Um, Just can't relate. (laughs) It's so interesting because we see it so differently. Like, you, like, really are like, nah, nah, nah. And I'm just like, soulmate, 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 preach, 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 believe, believe, believe. But, like... It's such a real thing to me, but I see why people don't believe it. I get it. But I'm also very, like, spiritually in tune. You know me. I'm a fucking low-key hippie. So I'm always thinking about things on, like, a super deep level and, like, universal level. But I'm very curious to hear the listeners' thoughts. So can you guys leave a comment on our soulmate post and just let us know. Do you believe in soulmates? Do you have a soulmate? Have you met one? Like, what are your thoughts on everything we're saying? Are you team Brenda or team Ashley? Team Brenda. (laughs) Team Ashley. Moving on. Okay, so since we're talking about soulmates and, you know, I kind of see it as like more of a relationship, a bond that you create with someone Mm -hmm. and you see it otherwise. But talking about like having that person be the one for you. So in terms of relationships, Mm -hmm. let's talk about if you were to have someone in your life right now, how do you know he's the one for you? My answer is pretty much what I said earlier for me. I I don't want to answer my own question. I think someone that shares the same values as me, as we mentioned in what, the controversial episode. Was that number four or five? Four. Okay, so as we mentioned in episode four, like all of that whole man and woman roles, I can't be with someone that doesn't see it the same way as me because it's just not going to be fair Yeah. at all. So I think someone that shares those roles, that's like a really big thing for me. How many should I give? Like three, five? Yeah, three. Okay. Someone that is Christian or at least like super open to my Christianity, because if we have completely opposing religions, I don't think it will be that fluid. Like it won't work that well. And someone that is able to like give me a new perspective on things because I'm very like hard headed sometimes. So sometimes I think I know everything or I don't listen to people. But if you're able to open up my mind and like have me see things in like a different light, then that's really important to me. And someone that like really respects me and just like treats me like the queen that I am. But they're gonna get the same treatment from me. 
So it's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. So someone that really sees my worth because a lot of men like they won't see my worth because I know that I have I bring a lot to the table. So I need to make sure that the person I'm with understands how much I'm bringing to the table. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, I would I would agree to most of that. Like, again, I think the first thing for you to know whether or not that person is for you is that connection that you build. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, an instant connection. Mm-hmm. But, like, with time, you just feel it and you know, okay, yeah. like... And, again, maybe you related to other relationships and you're like, you know what? Like, I've never felt this way. And that's how I know this person is the one for me. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. Do you have any deal breakers in relationships? Like, what are your, like, three things that you're like, I cannot look past that. Fuck that. Uh, okay, so... One major deal breaker for me, I think, would be someone basically like what you said is doesn't respect you or treat you the way you should. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like for me, one big thing is with time, I find that we all change. I don't care who you are, like unless you're like Jennifer Lopez and you have mad money to like pamper yourself every so often, mm-hmm. things will change. You know, you'll start to get gray hairs. Um, if you get kids, you might put on some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be certain things, wrinkles, things like that. And same thing with men. Like they might they might start to get bald mm-hmm. or certain things that like start to change in terms of their appearance. If the person I was with kind of says like you know things are not the way that they used to in terms of like physical appearance physical appearance because again that's gonna change then i would feel like that person was never down with me like that person was just there for like yeah you know the the looks and the great things that maybe he saw in me at that point initial attraction Yeah, yeah and there was no like you liked me for who i was so i feel like that is definitely like for me anyways yeah a big like deal breaker like love me when i'm ugly love me when i'm fat love me when i'm bald like exactly because everyone's gonna get ugly one day yeah everyone's gonna get ugly one day so that'd be one for sure another one would be if a person consistently like finds an argument in everything Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying you have to see eye to eye in everything but if you're consistently fighting and trying to like show your opinion because like nitpicky yeah or they don't respect your thoughts because again like i'm not saying everyone has to have the same understanding Mm -hmm. but if you think one way and i think another way i'm gonna respect that kind of like this whole conversation about soulmates so if someone can't respect your your opinion to me that'd be a deal breaker everything's gonna be a consistent fight between you two yeah whether it's something small like washing the dishes or having the light on and off it's like gonna become an argument over something so stupid mm-hmm. i agree a deal breaker for me um oddly enough considering i'm shy i can't be with someone that's too shy like if you just have a regular personality you're not outgoing you're not shy that's okay but i can't be with someone shy because i feel like it won't push me out of my comfort zone that's like a, a big thing for me i've never really said that out loud but i've like journaled about it and stuff i can't be with someone very shy because i will feed off it and it's not good for me or the things i want to do with my career so that's a deal breaker for me the whole christianity thing is a deal breaker but i already talked about that um but i think another one would be someone who doesn't get along with my family if Ooh. my family hates the person or doesn't respect them or just thinks you know negatively of them i can't be with them 
Like your internal family or are you talking about family my, in general? My immediate family, but I also my friends. Like if all my friends hate you and don't want to spend time with you and my family hates you and they all have a reason to, like it's not just like, I don't like his vibe. It's a real legitimate reason that I can understand. Then that's a big deal breaker because I can't bring someone home. And every time I'm bringing them home, I feel ashamed and I feel like, oh my God, what if my mom or dad says something mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too much stress. It's not fair to my partner. It's not fair to me. I That's a deal breaker. You got to be liked and respected by my family. And you got to like and respect my family. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So let's say you're with someone and, you know, that's your person. for Your boyfriend right now. What happens? What happens if you woke up and realized he's not the one for you? What do you do? Do you pursue it? Do you try and try and try or do you okay, walk away? I'm not going to talk about my um, relationship now because I just can't see that happening. I like I personally think he's like the one for me. The person I'm with right now is like my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though you don't believe in soulmates. Because we connected and we built that soulmate relationship. But anyways, so I can relate to that with previous relationships like Again, I had a my first serious relationships consisted of two years. Mm-hmm. I was dating this guy, and again, there's certain things that I did with my boyfriend that I'm with now that I used to do with him. Like certain things we talk about the future and things that we wanted, how we saw ourselves, things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it came a time where I started to develop different feelings. Like I didn't feel the same for him. Like I didn't feel the same as I once did towards him Mm -hmm. and things just started changing like I can sense like I just sometimes I kind of just wanted to get into an argument because something he would do or say would just piss me off so with time like certain things started to change the way I saw him the way I felt I didn't feel like myself anymore and then on top of that like there was people around me that I started to feel like more attracted to or that I wanted their company that's a big sign if you're attracted to other people mm mm-mm yeah Mm -mm. and like sometimes i'd like skip out on certain things just to be with other companies like other like like your friends companies of other people yeah 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 i find that when i really really like someone i didn't answer my question because you ramble for 30 minutes without answering how am i supposed to keep track of what you're saying let me me say that again so basically just break up with them yeah (laughs) (laughs) all that to say just break up with them (laughs) okay basically yeah well i mean again like once you know that that person isn't for you you have to start like figuring out how you're gonna end it like what are you gonna say because again if you're just letting it linger it's just a gonna be more toxic between the both of you Mm because again you're gonna start like i said i would i would start getting into fights over stupid things just end it (laughs) just end the relationship okay so I, yeah, I find that when I'm with someone, if I feel like I, I prefer other people's company over yours, like, that's it. Um, but for me, yeah, it's obviously the same answer. Like, if you realize someone's not for you, you end it or you communicate it to them and see if things can change. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that I feel like it's hard for me to really sit down and be like, I'm going to end it with this person because you always want it to work. But yeah. I mean, like, I haven't been in many serious relationships. so I really can't say. Like, I really don't know. But I mean, at the end of the day... Common sense is just ended. Yeah. If he's not for you and you know it, don't waste your time and don't waste their time because it's not fair. So how do you know that you you're drifting from a relationship and the things are no longer the same as they used to be? If I'm no longer in your presence and I don't really miss you, I think that's a sign. If I'm dating you, I probably miss you all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not really on my mind the same way anymore or if yeah. I'm looking at other people. Yeah, that's that a That is one. a big sign because when I was in like my last relationship, you could put anybody in front of me and I wouldn't see, I wouldn't see them. Yeah. Like I would like who is that a ghost? Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't notice it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then when I was like dating this guy before, like I would be looking at other people all the time because I didn't take it seriously and neither did he. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think a major factor that you know things are change- like drifting between you two is a change of personality, not just from that yeah. person, but from yourself too. Like if you notice that, you know, I always want to be with this person and now that's changed mm-hmm. or I was always very, you know, lovey-dovey and now I'm kind of like stay in your space, I'll stay in mine. Or even if you feel like you don't care to work on the relationship. Yeah. It's more worth just like being in a loveless relationship or breaking up with them than being like, do I feel like putting in the effort? If you don't feel like putting in the effort, yeah, big sign. I think you can always sense the drift and the distance when it's not the same. Like, you really just know that things are off and you're doing your own thing and you just don't care the same way that you used to. It's sad, but, like, if that's where it's at and you care enough, work on it and talk about it. If not, walk away. Don't hold on to something that's no longer for you. Okay, so we pretty much talked a lot about soulmates and deal breakers and all that stuff, so... I really like this topic. Again, you can check out our Instagram, but we're moving on to some questions and these are all submitted through DMs. So feel free to DM us. Let's get real the podcast and we'll answer it next week. So Brenda's going to start off by reading this and we're going to give some advice. Okay, so the first question today, um, again, we're going to make it anonymous because I don't know if you guys want us to say your names, but if you do, when you ask the questions, yeah. um, let us know like, oh, um, I want mine to be read. We'll give you a little shout out. Yeah. Um, okay, so this person said, basically, I have, I have had a crush on this guy for around 10 to 11 months, and I'm just trying to get over him, but can't. Any tips? <laughs> Getting over someone you never dated. <laughs> I've done that in high school. Like, I'll be, like, crushing on someone, and then they, like, pop up with a girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I'll, like, cry over it. I did. I'm going to answer this truthfully yeah. because um, I know of a person who is in this situation. <laughs> and um, I've told this person countless times, yeah. like, my thing is if you've been in this, re- it, sorry, in relationship, <laughs> if you've had, imaginary relationship, <laughs> if you've had these feelings for ten to eleven months, get over that and shit. And you still haven't done anything about it. I'm just saying, like, like either move, no, either no, move on, don't, nah, either. nah, nah, either pursue it, actively pursue it, or but, get over it think about it like she has the chance to make a move if you're not going to make a move then get over it because you can't just sit around waiting for something that's never going to happen if he's never going to ask you out it's not going to happen either make it happen or move on but if you've been having this feeling for 10 to 11 months and you still haven't done anything about it then you need to move on yeah like clearly that person and the fact that they've been in your life for 10 to 11 months and even that person hasn't said anything to you or demonstrated that you know there's a mutual feeling Mm -hmm. then i'm sorry sis but like it all depends. Like, I wish we knew if she was making moves on him, if she was flirting, if they had a vibe, you know? Because, yeah. like, what if he has no idea? What if she's just crushing on him from afar? You know what I mean? But if that's the case, then you need to say something. You need if to say you something. you want something. Yeah. If you're just going to idolize and move on and... Do you like them or is it infatuation? Do you like the idea of them? Figure that out before you make a move. But I would say move on. Could you please tell me how I should unfriend someone who I made my best friend too fast and I'm starting to hate how she treats me. She's bossy and she acts like she owns me and everything I do. It makes me so exhausted and defeated. I don't know what to do. 
All right, this is a good question because if you haven't already done so, listen to episode five, which is toxic friends. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you if this person is clearly offensive to you, like you guys don't meet eye to eye, and you just mention that she's too bossy, yeah, then you need to let her go. I agree. You need to let her go, have a conversation, and tell her. Like, maybe you don't want to let her go, but let her know what she's doing and that it's affecting your relationship between each other. Like, you guys consistently get into arguments and you just feel some type of way. Yeah. And, again, if she can't fix it or you guys can't fix it together, then maybe you guys are just better off not being friends. Yeah, like, do you just let her stomp all over you and she's taking advantage of that because you've never spoken up? Or have you spoken up about this? If you haven't, you need to sit her down and tell her how you feel. And if behavior doesn't change, cut her off. But anybody that's taking advantage of you being, like, weak-minded is not someone that you should probably have around. So I think you should decide if it's worth the conversation. Because to me, it sounds like she's a shitty friend. But yeah, again, episode five, steps on how to cut off a friend. Next question. So I'm going to ask something from from the heart. I have been thinking a lot about life and death and legacy lately. And sometimes I feel like life is a simulation and there is just no specific purpose. How can y'all advise someone on how to navigate through life and actually want to live? Like I feel like other people is the typical reason people give for staying alive. For staying alive. But it's just not enough. That one's deep. That one is very deep. It's actually scary to think that like someone's going through that. Um, I think that, you know, other people, I know it might not feel like enough, but I think that's a huge factor. I've never ex- like experienced feelings like this, but I know for sure that if I was to be really going through it and was considering, you know, life and death yeah i i would take my family's you know happiness into consideration like if i'm gone this will affect them and if you feel like no one loves you then i'm i'm here to tell you someone does um i think you should find something that makes you happy find your life purpose usually it's rooted in what made you happy as a child and maybe start a hobby find something that keeps you busy and it makes you smile and whatever that is whether it's a person a hobby an activity do it a lot yeah, I'm not one to talk about certain topics, but um, I know it's tough and like um, I wish you all the best. Like I hope you can find your happiness. But one thing for me, I know that when I, you know, sense like anxiety or feel some type of way, um, journaling, journaling, talk about mm-hmm. it, um, vent about it. Maybe you just need to like kind of let it out and like yeah. make your inner self know how it is you're feeling. Yep. Um, meditation helps too. Like mm-hmm. again, not for me, but you know, I've heard it. It, it does really, it does really work. That's what you works know? for me for sure. Inner and outer breaths, yeah. trying to find like a um, peace of mind. Be in the in nature. Be yeah. in nature really helps. It's cold in Canada, but like, even if you just go for a drive or go for like a five ten minute walk in the forest, find artists that you relate to that are going through with the similar feelings as you, so that you kind of realize you're not alone. YouTube, a lot of videos on people going through what you feel. But I think that I know you feel like there's no purpose in life, but there's something that you're made here to do on Earth. So just find that, because once you find your purpose, everything falls into alignment. You can really just go online and look up videos on how to find your purpose, and I think that will get you closer to like happiness and inner peace. So there's another question here. So there's this girl that I can't for the life of me talk to. I like her and I know she likes me. We both talk all the time and text and phone calls. 
when it when it comes to talking in person i just can't i get nervous and i can't talk what can i do or what should i do and also is there any advice you would give me (laughs) that's tough because like if you're nervous in person like how am i gonna ease that you know like i mean maybe because you guys text and and call a lot try to make what makes you feel comfortable talking to that person or texting Mm -hmm. that person maybe when you're in front of them try to make it sense like that's the environment you're in yeah and with time you'll find it comfortable to be more open um Mm -hmm. it could just be like maybe there's certain expressions or you don't know you don't like to like show your emotions out there so that's what you find difficult talking to her in person maybe he's overthinking his appearance like how he looks his body language his you know what i mean just think less about what you look like because if you can talk on the phone it's it's the exact same thing in person it's like the show love is blind (laughs) a lot of people have been talking about it lately but yeah yeah i feel like just find what makes you comfortable when you're texting and talking and just try to find that comfort when you're in person and just know that if she's still texting and talking to you yeah she probably doesn't really care like how maybe awkward you are in person she's there to like have your company so or maybe point it out like admit that you're awkward be like honestly like i feel really nervous around you and she'll probably find it cute because girls are fucking corny as hell but also she'll probably ease that and make you feel better and kind of give you reasons why you shouldn't be nervous i think if you're a little bit open about it just let her know like you make me nervous I think that will probably help and that will open a new conversation and make you more comfortable around her. So we did cover a lot today and don't forget guys, like we want to hear your questions. Um, if you want to know advice from us, we're going to be 100% real and 100% honest. So just message us, don't be scared. Even if there's certain topics you want us to talk about because there are times where we find it a bit difficult to think about what like should we talk today, about. today, it took us like what, a couple hours? Yeah. So um, we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about. So make sure to message us, comment on our post. Or you could even leave that as your five-star review. Leave a little five-star review and type in the review section what you want to hear us talk about. That would be a good way to get them to do it. Because we check that every day. At least I do. I check it every single day to see if someone left a review. And nobody has been. So please help us out. Yes. That's all for today, guys. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out all of our socials, our Instagram and our Twitter. Yes, we're going to be more um, active both on all our like social medias. We're going to be putting more visuals. We haven't done that. Um, we're going to start to be more attentive to it. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to keep an eye out for our YouTube video as well. Yes. So once again, make sure to follow us on our Instagram account. It is Let's Get Real the Podcast. Our Twitter account is Let's Get Real Pod. Our YouTube is Let's Get Real Podcast. And with that being said, we are out. This was Ashley. And this is Brenda. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.